welcome to League One Fun, presented by the Beautiful Game Network and brought to you by Roughneck Scarves. Please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is Ira Jersey. Today, I'm speaking with Forward Madison FC head coach and technical director Daryl Shore, as well as Eric Leonard and JC Banks, two mainstays for Forward Madison this year as they go into the last five matches of the season fighting for that final playoff spot. They're one of four teams that are effectively tied for fourth place. With that, let's go to my interviews. So, Coach Shore, describe to me how you came to Forward Madison. You Obviously, it's had a great atmosphere. You guys have had the most fans of the season. You know, Peter Wilt, a legend within the U.S. soccer community, uh, you know, doing a great job on the uh, the business side. But d- describe, firstly, how you came there, and then, secondly, how you went about uh, recruiting for your squad early on. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I first learned that Madison was going to have a team, uh, and Peter was going to be involved. I, I reached out to Peter and, and told him that, you know, th- this is something the project really sounded intriguing. So we had a, a couple of phone conversations. Uh, obviously, I, I had worked for Peter with the Chicago Fire. Uh, so I, uh, he and I knew each other and hadn't worked with each other in a long time, but had always kept in touch. And I had always told Peter that with all these startup teams that he's been involved with, uh, if there's ever an opportunity for us to work together again, uh, that I would always be willing to listen. So we actually had our first uh, meeting at at a Denny's in Gurney. Um, (laughs) And I think Peter ordered the Grand Slam, but I can't really remember. But, um, you know, we we met there and uh, gauged the interest. And from there it was – a chance to meet with uh, Connor Cloy and Stemman, our two managing partners uh, or owners, as you would call them. Uh, got a chance to sit down with them and, and kind of hear what their vision was and let them uh, know a little bit about what what my past was and, and where I felt like this would be a good fit. And we actually had the meeting at Bree Stevens. So I got a firsthand look of, of what the stadium looked like before all of the renovations were, were done and then obviously now after. Uh, and then after meeting with, with those two guys and, and Peter, this is something that I definitely wanted to be a part of. And, and the vision that our ownership group has and the, the passion that they have for our sport and, and our community, uh, this was something that uh, a coach really, it'd be hard not to be a part of. And, and I think that's pretty evident in what happens in our stadium night after night uh, for our home games. It's the, the atmosphere is amazing and what our fans do and, and what our ownership group does to, to involve our supporters. It's really a, a unique opportunity in, in lower league soccer. And I think it's one where if any true soccer aficionado has a chance, they've got to come see a game uh, here in Madison because the atmosphere it really is electric, and, and it's really a, a fun place to be a part of. Uh, even the guys from Hertha Berlin, uh, after we played them in our friendly, their whole team was over at our supporters group cheering with them. and it, It's really just a great experience. So once I, I met with, with those three guys, I, I was sold, and 
this is something that I definitely knew I wanted to be a part of. So they asked you to be the technical director as well as head coach, which obviously meant that you had to put together a roster and a team. So talk to me about how you started that process and how, if anything, that's evolved uh, since you started uh, started the team, um, the, I should say started the season, uh, sure. kind of on a, on a, I don't want to say a, a weak note, but you had some struggles early on. Yeah, I mean, we, we you know, we knew from an early, um, early time period that we were going to have an affiliation with Minnesota United. And so we kind of had an idea of what players we were going to get from them. So when we started building our roster, it was kind of in conjunction with, with getting the players that we knew we were going to get from them. So that was really the, the basis of us starting it. We, we knew we needed to get a few veteran guys in here that could help um, a, a new league and a new team get started. So we really uh, pinpointed Don Smart and, and Paolo Jr., along with J.C. Banks as our first three guys that we thought would be really good additions to not just our team, but our community. And and what we talked about was we didn't just want to get good soccer people on our team. We also wanted to get really good people that would get out and get in the community and, and get involved. So that now turns into a guy like Connor Tobin, who, um, you know, we go and, and speak to, uh, we knew that he, his time at, at North Carolina was probably done and all of the off the field stuff that, that he had done at his time in North Carolina and the other clubs he's been with. Um, we knew this was another guy that, that we wanted to be a part of our team. And, and so now to get those four guys as, as our veteran group of guys, and then to get a goalkeeper like Brian Sylvester, we felt like we had a pretty good core group of guys. Um, you know, we, you know, a lot of people say we struggled early in the season, but we also, what people don't realize is we had a great run in, in the month of, of May in the Open Cup. And what happens is we played eight games in that month and we were banking on having our Minnesota guys kind of help us through that process, knowing they couldn't play in the Open Cup games, but we thought we'd have them in our league games. And, and what happened was Minnesota obviously made a few changes to their roster and then they had some injuries. So we didn't get Mason, Wyatt and Carter for the whole month of May. So now we were having to run our guys. Uh, you know, we were playing, I think it was Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday. So that's a lot to ask of a team and that's a lot to ask of players. And we really put our focus on the open cup and, and kind of, uh, for lack of better words, maybe let our jaw down a little bit in the league, but we didn't feel like we were playing poorly. I mean, of those games in the month of May that we lost, um, you know, we lost one nothing to Tormenta, one nothing to Lansing. Um, early, we lost one nothing to to North Texas. So it's not like we were getting blown out of games. We were in every game. We just were having a little bit of a problem scoring goals and. I think once we figured that part out, then uh, I think we've been the team that everyone sees now. And uh, we're, we're definitely not happy being in fourth place. Uh, we, we, we would like to have been a little higher in the league. But at the same point, uh, we're, we're in a good spot right now because we control what happens the rest of the season. So if we can somehow figure out a way to get a result on Saturday against South Georgia, then we're going into the, the league four games left in a pretty good spot. 
Yeah, and, and in fairness, you did uh, of all the third division teams, you guys went the farthest. So congratulations. Yeah, on and that was that was our goal. That, that yeah, no, that was that was our goal. We we set a goal uh, as a team that uh, we want to make the playoffs in USL League One, and uh, you know, right now, hopefully, you know, knock on wood, we stay healthy and we get a few more results. Uh, we have a good chance to do that. But our other goal was we wanted to be the team, the team in the USL League One that went the furthest. And, and that was uh, – we concentrated on that, and, and we uh, maybe are paying the price a little bit for it now, but at the same time, we achieved that goal. And, um, you know, I think it's a, a pretty good statement for us to be able to say that we went the furthest in the Open Cup within our league. Yeah, Absolutely. So talk to a little bit about your relationship with uh, with Peter Wilt. Obviously, he knows how to start a team. You've worked with him before. What what are your interactions with him on a day to day or week to week basis between you know you being I guess on, in charge of the soccer side and him being uh, in charge of the uh, the front office? Yeah, I mean you know Peter, myself, and Connor Kaloya, who is our our owner, uh, who's you know works more on the business side as well. Uh, the three of us, um, you know, we have a good relationship and, um, you know, early in the season, it was a lot of, uh, discussions between Peter and I about players and, and Peter was a very big part of helping us build this roster. Uh, Josiel Nunez came to us because of Peter's relationship with Jorge Campos's agent. Um, those two obviously go way back and he brought us Josiel and we were able to get that deal done. So, um, you know, all the players that we signed, Peter had a, a hand in helping us get them here. And so that part of it is, you know, we obviously talk about after games, uh, we speak and, and we go through the game and, and feel each other out as to what could have been better and, and, and what we did well and what we didn't do so well. So between that and then just, uh, you know, having meetings every week with Connor as well, because uh, obviously he's a very hands-on owner and, and it's great to have uh, both Connor and, and Vern in, in our office, um, you know, every day. So when we have questions or, or we have requests, they're here and, and they are a very big part of our club and very supportive of our players and our staff. So uh, just to have guys like that, to be able to bounce ideas off of is, is really a, a great thing to have as a coach. So my, my last question, this has to do with preparing for games. So, you, you know, you have a quick stretch now to the end of the season. You're on, in a virtual tie in points per game. You guys are tied with three other teams for that fourth spot, and third is not completely out of the question either. You know, how much work do you do analyzing your opponents, and what's the cadence of your week like, and, you know, in thinking about any minor tactical tweaks you might make based on what you think the opponent's going to do? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we, we watch a lot of video um, of our opponents. We, we watch their last three games that they've played. Uh, we try to break it down. Um, you know, usually a, a normal week for us, if we play Saturday, Saturday is we'll come in after a game on Saturday. We'll regen. Uh, the coaching staff will watch our game again. Uh, we'll give the guys a Monday off. And then Tuesday, we'll break down our previous game uh, in a video session with our players. Sometimes we'll do it individually sometimes we'll do it as a group um and then after that we put the the previous game to to bed and and we get after our our next game so a lot of scouting is done on on the tuesday afternoon and the wednesday and then thursday is usually the day that we show video uh, of our opponent and and where we think tactically uh we're going to be able to gain advantages but also 
tactically where we need to be good at on the defensive side of the ball and, and where we feel they can break us down. And, and uh, so that way, after the video, we can go out on Thursday and, and really have a good breakdown of, of how we want to go about the game. And then Friday is just usually a, a normal, let's just get ourselves ready for the game uh, on Saturday. So uh, we, we do watch video sometimes, mostly twice, sometimes three times a week, but our players are pretty tuned in to what's going on and they, they realize what the last five games bring um, to the season. So every game obviously is important and it starts this week with South Georgia, one of the teams that we are tied with. So um, it's a big game for us. It's at home. Um, we have a little bit of a sour taste in our mouths from our last home game. So uh, this is a game that we know we need the full three points in. That's head coach and technical director of Forward Madison, Daryl Shore. Coach Shore, thanks very much for being on League One Fun. Great. Thanks for having me. Uh, enjoyed being here. Thank you. Now I'm here with Eric Leonard, the 23-year-old midfielder destroyer, I would say, for Forward Madison. Eric, thanks very much for being on League One Fun. Hey, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So talk to me, before we get into your, your time in Madison the past uh, the past season, talk to me a little bit about your playing career, because you do have a pretty unusual career for, um, for, for someone in the league. Yeah, so um, right after college, I, I went to Butler University, and I, I graduated a semester early, um, looking to get picked up in the MLS draft. Um, unfortunately, things didn't you know, work out the way I wanted to, so... A week later, I ended up getting on a flight over to Gold Coast, Australia, where I spent my uh, first professional season there over um, for about six and a half months and ended up being a, a really cool experience. Got to work on a couple of things that I think may, uh, coaches saw that kept me out of the draft, and I was able to you know, get noticed, one of them by uh, Coach Darrell. And um, six months later, I was here at the uh, open tryouts for uh, Ford Madison and you know, in December, I was lucky enough to get signed here. So, pretty crazy story. So, talk to me a little bit. So, you actually scored five goals and had ten assists down in um, mm. d- down in Australia. How did how did you end up scoring all those goals? I mean, were you obviously it, for for you know forward Madison? We're used to seeing you as a center defensive mid, as a number six or number eight kind of player, but you obviously got forward a lot more down there. Yeah, listen, we had a uh, a senior guy on the team in Australia who played in the more defensive-minded position, so I had that free roll to kind of float up a little higher on the field, and I'll be honest with you, most of my goals uh, came off of set pieces, uh, getting in the air and heading ball in the net, um, but yeah, I was lucky to get up the field, and um, a couple shots here and there ended up going my way, so that's how I got some points. <laughs> so you've played a, a, a few positions, and even at forward mm-hmm. a little bit, like it was almost like Coach Shore was trying to figure out where was the best spot for you on the field before you settled in that that number six kind of role. Um, how do you how do you see yourself, and how did you end up as that center defensive mid? Because I've seen you play center back sometimes, um, and you know I've seen you kind of in other in other roaming kind of positions as well. Well, one of the great things about Ford Madison is that there's a bunch of veteran players on the team. Um, so coming in uh, right away, I, I was able to learn um, an essential things that was not only helping my uh, playing time here, but also my future career. One of them was the, uh, you know, the space and the movement that as a central midfielder you need. Um, and as most people know, I'm a defensive-minded player. So putting me in roles, whether it's an outside back, a center back, a defensive mid, I usually feel quite comfortable. But 
with this group of players, this veteran group of players, we have a lot of key attacking guys like Josie El Nunez, your JC Banks, your Don Smart, who who are able to get up the field. So I'm kind of your uh, your your cleaner upper. I'm the guy who will you know when they go up, he'll sit home, and uh, if we get countered, I'm hopefully the one who breaks up the plays. And I think you know with my defensive mentality, I think Coach Shore. Um, so it was a good fit for me for that number six. Well, when you win those balls, one of the things that I notice is you're able to spring the counter quite effectively on occasion, you know, getting the ball wide to Paolo or, or over to uh, Don Smart. Talk to me about that vision. Like, was that something that you think you've honed just playing, you know, in your club career as youth? Or is that something that you have consciously worked on? Um, talk to, you know, talk to us about creating that vision. Because I think that's one of the things, quite frankly, that, that sta- you stand out compared to some of your peers in USL League One is that vision you have for, um, you know, after you make that tackle. Yeah, well, <clears throat> to be honest with you, it, it did start a little bit with uh, going to Australia and, um spending some technical time over there, really working on, you know, my control of the ball, my skill on the ball, and my ability to ping the ball out wide. But honestly, um, a big asset of, of learning it came from uh, both Daryl and Neil here at Ford Madison. They do a fantastic job of breaking down video. Uh, but at the same time, it's, you know, when, when they get uh, hard on me and uh, help me learn how I need to, you know, hit the ball out versus, you know, my patience and composure, it's, I've been able to add that part of my game, and that's something I, I think that I may have lacked in college. Um, but here, spending time here, you know, I'm still young, and having the opportunity to play with these veteran guys, it helps me um, and my awareness. So, you know, it, not only is it one hitting the ball out wide to Apollo, but it's it's Paulo and Don spacing that makes it so much easier for me to find them on the field in the video that prepares me to see what those passes that are on. That's great. So is there another position that you would choose to play, you think? Like, would you want to be a striker? Like, if coach said, hey, we need a striker because we're you know, short-stabbed or something like that because of national team call-ups or something, is that is that something that you'd be interested in, or do you just love your uh, position as a six? You know what? I, I, I don't think the attacking positions are the ones I'd go for. I, I do love tackling. I love sliding, and I love winning challenges. So I think um, you know, you've seen me in the sixth position, but another one of my positions I played in college and a bit overseas was center back. Um, and I'd say if I had, you know, another choice besides the six and, and we were out of positions and we needed guys to fill in, I think I could kind of bump into that center back role and be just as comfortable. And so talk to me a little bit about these guys coming in and out of the locker room with your um, your relationship with Minnesota United. You've had a couple of guys come in from, from Minnesota and then go back there. What's the locker room been like when those guys come into the locker room? You know, a lot of people may think that, you know, having guys come in and out of the locker room uh, because they're going to an MLS team and back, it might be negative. But with Ford Madison here, it's, it's quite the opposite. We've got a group of guys who, when they come down from Minnesota, they're all in. And I think that's one of the coolest parts of our team is that not only is everyone on the same page, but we can trust that whoever's on the field during a game, during a practice, will get the job done. And that's one of the things, you know, when you've got all your guys from Minnesota, your Wyatt, your Carter, your Mason, coming into filling positions, we know they're going to get the job done. But when they go back up, we have guys who are who are on the bench ready to, to fill the position and there's no drop in play. So it's, it's, it's honestly a great relationship to, that we have with them. So, uh, out of curiosity, do you do you have 
ambitions maybe to see if you can get a look from Minnesota at some point and you know maybe get a preseason call up and um, you know based on on the fact that you know you're one of the MVPs I think for the team and as a, as a young number six that's always something a, a team could use depth at. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know my aspirations saying right out of college were you know to get into the MLS and. Um, luckily I was able to, you know, land a, a great spot here at Ford Madison. And, you know, my goal is to make it to the highest level possible. Um, and whether it's taking, you know, each year to slowly get myself that opportunity to get better and better to get a look from a, uh, a bigger team that that's definitely, you know, something that I've never thrown out. And, you know, it's something I'm going to continue to work for, um, every day being my long-term goal. But, you know, right now in the moment with four or five games left, you know, my focus is on what, what what can I do to really help push forward Madison into the playoffs and even further, one step further, win a championship. So, Eric, what's your impression of the league so far? So now, as, as of now, you've played every team at least once and most of them twice and, and a few of them three times. You know, what's your impression of, of the league in general and uh, and the level of play? Listen, I think it's a, a very high level. I think that if you look at the scoreline of most um, USL League One games, there's not many, you know, massive three, four, five zero games. There are a couple, but when you look at the majority, it's really a one, 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 your two, one games. And um, I think that's something that, you know, needs to be said about the league, that the quality that they're bringing in with the teams and the competitiveness that they've created is, is something that, you know, you look forward to in the future because if it's if we've started off here, it can only get can only get better. And I'm excited to see, you know, whether I'm in uh, USL League One the next couple of years or what happens. But I'm excited to see how the league grows and continues to grow. Whether or not there's going to have that um, that push and uh, pro relegation uh, status. So we'll see what happens. But no, I, I've been very impressed with how the league has been set up. That's great. So that has been Eric Leonard. He plays center defensive midfield for Forward Madison FC. Eric, thanks very much for coming on League One Fun. Uh, thanks for having me again. Uh, for breakfast, I just had a smoothie. Smoothie Excellent. every morning. That, that's it? Just a smoothie? Yeah. So, so, uh, so this <laughs> Thanks. So this will be pretty. Uh, this will be pretty painless. I uh, I'm just going to introduce you and then just ask you a few questions. Um, if you don't know us, we we are kind of a survey podcast. We talk a little bit about um, every team in the league. So you know, unlike you know team specific podcasts that you might have been on, this is uh, this is more for you know a very general audience. So um, just just yeah. so you're aware. All right, okay. here, here we go. In three, two. I'm here with forward Madison midfielder, attacker, J.C. Banks. J.C., do you really – I mean, you're listed as a midfielder on the roster, but I always see you pretty up top. Is that – would you say that you actually play forward or do you play in, as a number 10? Like what's your what's your position that you would assign yourself? Uh, right now I've been playing like an eight. So I've been – I drop back defensively a little bit more and then I get up like a 10 uh, when we have the ball. So, so a box to box kind of guy, you might say. Um, so, you know, as a as someone who went to school in Wisconsin, how special is it to be playing for Forward Madison? You know, one of the most storied teams, really, in the league. Uh, it's it's very nice. It's it's nice to be close to home. Uh, when I heard that it was going to be a team here, I definitely wanted to be a part of it. So I'm glad that it worked out. Um, 
and it's been a really good atmosphere, you know, so I'm proud of that, that um, it's a team doing well in this state, uh, which has been a long time coming, I think. That, that, that's great. So talk a little bit about your interplay with everyone around you. So you facilitated, you know, a lot of the attack and, um, you know, obviously you, you have to build chemistry. And, you know, a lot of teams in this league are two teams that started with a lot of chemistry or South Georgia Tormenta. They obviously had a lot of players who had played together in the PDL. You know, you guys came mm-hmm. together as I don't want to call you a misfit group, but, but, you know, it was the first time you guys came together. What was it like building the chemistry in the locker room between you and all of the players that, uh, that are around you? Um, as a group, uh, obviously in preseason, we're getting to know each other. Um, and it took a little while for things to click on the field. Um, but definitely off the field guys get along, which helps with that. Um, and throughout the year, I think things have gotten better as we've gotten along and just getting more comfortable with each other. Um, and it helps when people want to do that. And like me personally, uh, part of my game is I try to make the game easier for guys around me, uh, which I think helps the group in general. Uh, so I think a lot of guys take that approach and it's been getting better as the season goes and hopefully it keeps getting better. So what's your impression of the league so far? Obviously new league, a lot of new teams, a couple of teams, you know, Richmond came down, but they are really a new team because, uh, you know, they obviously built um, uh, a whole new roster. Uh, talk to me about the level of play here compared to other places you played, whether indoor or when you played for Minnesota United in the past. Um, it, it's definitely a good league. Uh, it's probably younger than some of the other leagues I played in, like the NASL. Um but it's a it's a good level, and you can tell by how the table is right now. I mean, third through seventh is three points splitting everyone. Uh, so every game is competitive. Definitely going into these last couple games, the level is going to jump up even more, and it's going to be like the playoffs already. Uh, we've taken an approach that we've been in the playoffs for uh, a couple weeks already, and I think a lot of teams are getting into that mode right now. So it's definitely competitive, uh, a definitely a competitive league, and it's very good. Uh, for the first year of organizing it, so it's good. So talk to me about the atmosphere. You know, it must be cool playing in front of, you know, friends and family, I would imagine, as well as all of the uh, the crazy flamingos out there. Um, you know, talk to me about the, the stadium atmosphere and, and how that might help you during your home matches. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a plus for us. Uh, playing at home with these type of fans and that type of environment, you're pumped up for it. Even... even other players that I talk to on other teams, they look forward to coming here to play a game because they see the environment before they get here. And after they play here, they enjoy the game because of that type of environment. And that's all you can really ask for. Uh, it kind of reminds me of um, just a little bit smaller when I was in Minnesota. That's the type of environment that we had at games. And it definitely came over to here. Um, and I really enjoy that. Uh, I mean, that's the part of soccer that you love, you know. Uh, playing in environments like that, so um, I really enjoy it. What, what kind of conversations, out of curiosity, do you have with uh, with players from other teams? You know, especially like the two teams that might only get a couple of hundred play- people at their games. You know, do, do they ever say things to you like "this is fantastic" or "this is intimidating"? Like, do you ever have those kind of discussions with your counterparts on the other uh, on the opposition? Um, definitely. I mean, um, some of the games that we've been to, maybe under a thousand people. You know, or they might have a couple hundred. Um, so when you come this get, uh, to a place like this, you're looking forward to it. Uh, you play, you want to play in front of people. You want to uh, 
leave a good impression on people, and, and it helps when the crowd is loud the entire game. You know, um, a few times after games, you hear guys chirping back at the fans because <laughs> the fans are getting at them, um, which is good. You enjoy that as a player. You know, you're competitive, and um, it makes it a lot more fun, especially for the players, but also the fans, I think. Yeah. So you're one of the more veteran players on the team, you know, and, and obviously there were some younger guys. I just uh, spoke with uh, Eric Leonard, and obviously there's even some players who are even even more junior than him. Uh, you know, what what is being asked of you as a as a more veteran player to help bring these younger players along? Um, just uh, being a good example for me. I'm probably not the most outspoken. Um, I'm probably speaking a little bit more than I normally do. <laughs> I like to say my name or stay in my lane normally. Uh, but just uh, being a good influence on guys, uh, being a good professional, keeping guys focused and uh, keeping guys uh, focused on the plan that we have. You know, uh, we want to have a good year, but we also want to win a championship. You know, that's the ultimate goal. Uh, we don't want to get sidetracked at all the things that are going on daily or weekly or looking at the table. The ultimate goal is to win a championship, and teams that win it normally do certain things, and that's what us older guys are trying to instill in guys and, and pass that on, and, and hopefully it works out for us. So is that mostly work ethic, or what's that, that, you know, that thing that makes you, you know, want to win that championship and that you have to do to win the championship? It's work, work ethic, it's uh, communication, it's staying in tune, it's doing the extra things after training, it's watching film, you know. Uh, you have to learn and get better. Uh, if you're just playing games all the time and not even looking back at what happened, you're not necessarily learning. So looking back at things and, uh, and, and being positive. A lot of negative teams don't do very well, you know. So being positive and the communication is actually helping people, not being negative. Uh, so little things like that help, and it goes a long way. That's great. So thanks very much. That's J.C. Banks, midfielder for Forward Madison FC in the inaugural season. J.C., thanks very much for coming on League One Fun. Thank you. Have a good one. Hey, just to get a, a set a level here, um, can you just let me know what you had for breakfast? Sure. I had a, a, on a wheat tortilla, I had uh, two eggs uh, plus an avocado with a little Tabasco sauce on top. Ooh, that does not sound like a Madison original at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my, my little secret breakfast before practice. 